Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Hi, it's Friday. Who's got that Friday feeling? Me, that's who. <laughs> Can you tell I have that Friday feeling? <laughs> oh my goodness, it's Friday. It's almost the weekend again. <laughs> I seem to say that an awful lot. So I think that we must have lots and lots and lots of weekends. Hmm. They must come round very, very quickly, probably because I'm getting old. <laughs> they didn't seem to come round as quickly when I was younger. So, oh, I'm wishing my life away, aren't I? Any old how, how are you? Are we all good? Do you know what? I have the best fun fact for you today, ever, ever, ever. Um, it is amazing. I saw it on the t on a television program, um, called What What on Earth, where satellites. It shows you some things that satellites find, and I googled it to find out whether you know sort of more about it. Uh, it is so amazing. So I can't wait to tell you what the fun fact is today. But before that, um, right, I asked you um, what your favourite dinosaur was yesterday. Um, we had an answer from Mia who said, thank you very much for mentioning my birthday yesterday. Uh, you are more than welcome, Mia, and I hope you had the best day. Um, so I really, really hope you enjoyed your birthday. And you said that your favourite dinosaur was Triceratops. Do you know what? I love Triceratops. They all look so sweet, don't they? Um, and we had Geo. You um, said that your favourite dinosaur was the T-Rex. Very, very scary T-Rex. <laughs> and um, you also asked me if I had a book called Difficult Riddles for Smart Kids. I don't have that, that book. Um, I could have a quick look uh, later on and see whether um, I can get it. Uh, does it have some good riddles in? Mm. Um, so, Jasper... You did tell me a riddle, but you didn't tell me the answer. So, um, I don't know the answer. I have no idea what the answer is. So, um, if you want me to share it with everyone, you're going to need to tell me what the, the answer is. Um, because I can't tell, tell the riddle if I don't know what the answer is. Um, maybe somebody would be able to tell me. If I did say it, I don't know. But it would be easier if, Jasper, you know what riddle you sent me in. So, you send me in the answer, please. <laughs> um, the, to, uh, yesterday's riddle came from Daisy and Alice. So, thank you very much. And it was, bear with me, what has arms but never hugs? What has um, a belly but never eats 
and a back, but no spine. Mm. Did anybody get it? It was a jumper. And Stephen, you got it right. So well done. Um, and also, uh, do, 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 do. let me just check. Jonathan, you got it right too. So well done to you. Um, so today's riddle um, is, let me find it. Okay, so you're stuck in a room that's got three doors. Okay, there's a blue door, a red door and a green door. And one of those doors leads to safety well there's something behind each door but you have to get through one of those things so do you choose the blue door behind which is a killer somebody that murders people or do you choose the red door Behind which is a lion that hasn't eaten for a year. Oh my goodness. So he's going to be hungry. Or do you choose the green door behind which there is a massive great big fire that you would have to walk through? So if you want to be safey, 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 which door do you choose? The red, green or red or blue? Um, entirely up to you. But if you tell me the answer, make sure you tell me why you've chosen that one. Okay. Ooh. So, did anyone get all the quiz questions right? Yes? No? Nobody sent them in. So, um, I'm assuming that if you did, you just did it, you know. It was just for fun. It was just a something to do while you were waiting for the story. <laughs> so let's get the answers quickly then. So what is the yellow part of an egg called? Um, the yolk. <laughs> uh, two, what is the first name of the Disney princess that kissed a frog? And that is Tiana. Love that name. Uh, number three, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Um, and we all know that's SpongeBob. Um, SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, number four, what food items are bangers? When you have bangers and mash, what are the bangers? If they are sausages, of course they are. Uh, number five, what is the name of the cowboy in Toy Story? And that is Woody. Number six, the name of Anna and Elsa's kingdom in Frozen is Arendelle. And number seven, Nala and Simba are what kind of animal? Ooh, are they lions? They come from the Lion King, of course. Uh, number eight, the name of Princess Jasmine's pet tiger is Raj. And number nine, kind of animal that Blue is in the Jungle Book. 
love blue. He's one of my favourites. And he's a bear. Um, and I love the scene where he... Um, I love the whole of the Jungle Book. But I love the scene where he dresses up as a monkey. And he's um, singing, I'm the king of the swingers. Whoa, jungle VIP. <laughs> oh my goodness, sorry. Uh, number 10... Name the missing season. Spring, autumn, summer and winter. So winter is the missing one, of course, because um, that's my favourite. How dare they miss out my favourite? Now we're going to go for uh, the fun fact. Now, so here goes. Have you ever imagined... An old cinema in the middle of a desert. How about the Sinai Desert in Egypt? The Sinai Desert is not just any desert. And for those of you like myself who could be geographically challenged, um, very, very geographically challenged I am, this desert is in Egypt and it's about 23,000 square miles wow that's huge so according to um estonian photographer and i can't think i can't can pronounce his first name is kaupo kickass what an awesome second name i really really want to be sarah kickass now <laughs> that is such an awesome name but he took some photographs of the um this cinema okay if you google end of world cinema um you can see these photographs that is amazing and a frenchman apparently gathered up some money after visiting cairo and bought original old seats and projection equipment to build a movie theatre in the desert. This was way back in the early 2000s. Okay. He even arranged a generator for electricity and a giant tractor to put up the screen. As enthusiastic as this sounds, <laughs> Egyptian authorities were not at all welcoming to the idea, so they shut the entire thing down. So it now sits the end of the world cinema in all its strange glory and there's literally like wooden um wooden seats and it just looks like a big huge open air cinema huge wooden seats okay um it just lined up in the sand and it just looks as though it's waiting for the next showing of the next movie. And they were going to show, the very first fo uh, film that they were going to show was Jurassic Park, okay? But it got to the night and the generator was sabotaged so they couldn't go ahead, okay? Um, and now it's just decaying and it's just sitting there um like a spooky old i don't know but some people even though 
we really know that because the the authorities, the Egyptian authorities, didn't like it. They didn't like the idea at all. So they were the ones that sabotaged the generator. But some people say it's the ancient gods. They didn't like the idea of the um, having these, you know, everybody coming and watching movies. And they were the ones that sabotaged it. But um, they called it the end of the world movie theatre because um, if you have to travel to get there, and can you imagine 23,000 square miles in the middle of nowhere, the middle of a desert, you had to travel to get there. It was literally like being at the end of the world. But I would so love to go there and watch a movie. I can go to the cinema round the corner from me and watch a movie if I really want to. I can turn the TV on and watch a movie if I really want to. But there's just something so exciting and magical and mysterious and spooky about this one. I would love to go to this one. But unfortunately... It's just sat being unused and there are no plans to, you know, re reopen it or anything like that. They can't can't do it. I really am gutted. I would love somebody to be able to say, do you know what? It's such a good idea. I think we need to do that again. Try and open it again. And put on Jurassic Park again. Definitely a spooky film. A scary movie in a spooky cinema. So Google it. Google um, the mysterious end of the world cinema. And it's in the Sinai Desert, which is S-I-N-A-I. So... That is something that you can tell your teachers because they won't know that one. They will not know. <laughs> but I think it's one of the best things ever. Um, I really, really do. So just the best fun fact. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my goodness me. So. Uh, right. 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 These are the programs that I watch. You see. Um <laughs> Tell me all sorts of useless information. Um, right, so it's Bastille Day today. What is Bastille Day? I hear you ask, unless you live in France. Because if you live in France, you will already know what Bastille Day is. Um, it is a celebration day in France. Uh, so happy Bastille Day, everyone living in France. It's also National French Friday, which is um, obviously either chips, if you call them chips or French fries, uh, depending on where you live, depends on what you actually call them. But they're just pieces of fried potato and you have them with burgers or I don't know, you have them with anything really, can't you? You can even have them with salad. There you go. Make salad a little less healthy. <laughs> Uh, it's World Kebab Day. 
love kebabs oh my goodness kebabs with um garlic mayonnaise lots and lots of garlic mayonnaise yummy yum yum um it's shark awareness day um and it is national mac and cheese day love mac and cheese this is turning out to be one of my favorite days pandemonium day all hail the forces of chaos um because you know forces of chaos is just perfect never mind all this neat and tidy rubbish just forget about the laundry forget about um decluttering things leave a mess that's the day today is the day we can do all that and it is national nude day ha huh. hmm now this was originally oh it originated in new zealand so all you people in new zealand do you do do you celebrate the day do you do all your household chores in the nude do you just wander around uh what do you do i think it's a bit cold where you are right now to be celebrating being in the nude hmm um, but there is a, an amazing quote from marilyn monroe who's a very very well she's not very very old but she is an actress from a very very old uh, long time ago um and she said it's not true i had nothing on i had the radio on <laughs> I love that quote. Um, so there you go. Now we've got to read, just read the story. Oh, deary me. Um, so if you're going to celebrate National Nude Day, mm, make sure there's nobody watching. <laughs> but definitely, definitely celebrate Pandemonium Day because pandemonium rules we all have to just enjoy pandemonium right chaos is perfect uh right i'm gonna read the next chapter of daisy and the trouble with unicorns and we're on chapter nine of that so here goes Everyone looked really surprised when Gabby and me burst back into the dining room with unicorns tied to birthday balloons. We need more balloons, shouted Gabby, jumping up and down all around the table and grabbing as many strings as she could grab. We need all the balloons. What do you need balloons for? asked her mum. For Hunicorn and Prunicorn to float with, explained Gabby. Hunicorn and Prunicorn are the best. When Nana Prue heard what we'd called the unicorns, and we'd called them Hunicorn and Prunicorn, she got really excited too. Oh, Hunicorn and Prunicorn, she gasped. Did you hear that, Hugh? They've named the unicorns after us everyone heard it and everyone thought they were brilliant names for our unicorns too sorry can't stop puffed gabby pushing me out of the dining room and racing back up the stairs we've got an experiment to do so 
The trouble with experiments is sometimes you need to be a scientist to do them. Gabby and me didn't, though. All Gabby and me needed was unicorn, prunicorn and lots of helium balloons. This is how you do a balloonicorn experiment at home. Step one, get the smallest and lightest unicorn you can find. Otherwise, the experiment will take ages and you'll run out of balloons and helium. Step two, tie the string of a helium balloon to your unicorn. Gabby and I had already done that bit. Gabby had chosen Prunicorn's neck to tie her string to and I had chosen Unicorn's tail. Step three, put your unicorn down on the carpet and let the helium balloon float up as high as it will go. Step four, if your unicorn stays on the carpet, add another string and a balloon. Step five, if your unicorn's feet still stay on the carpet, add some more strings and some more balloons. If your unicorn's feet still stay on the carpet, add even more strings and even more balloons. That's step six. That's the trouble with balloonicorn experiments. Unicorns can be a lot heavier than you think. Step seven, keep tying strings and, unicorn and balloons to your unicorn until its feet actually start to lift off the floor. If you tie your strings to your unicorn's neck, the front hooves of your unicorn will lift up first. If you tie your strings to your unicorn's tail, the back hooves of your unicorn will lift up first. Step eight, keep tying more strings and balloons to your unicorn until its whole feet lift right off the floor. Step eight, then just keep adding more strings and balloons depending on how high you want them to go. It took me and Gabby ten balloons each to get our first hooves to lift off the floor. It took us thirteen balloons each to get unicorn and prunicorn to lift right up off the carpet. By 16 balloons, they were floating right up to our T-shirts, all by themselves, on their own, without us even holding them or touching them. It was brilliant! After we'd done about 2,000 fist bumps, Gabby said that Unicorn and Prunicorn were the best birthday presents she'd ever had. Let's take them outside, I said. They can spend the second part of their honeymoon in the garden, having the best ballooning adventure 
ever. Don't worry, I know what you're thinking. We didn't let them fly away. Once we'd managed to squeeze our balloons through the kitchen door, the back door and into Gabby's back garden, there was loads of room to play balloonicorns. Fly, prunicorn, fly, said Gabby, letting go of prunicorn and giving her a nudge in the direction of the flower beds and the pond. Float, unicorn, float, I said, carrying unicorn into the middle of the lawn to see which way the wind would take him, if it ever decided to blow. They need to stay together, said Gabby, grabbing Prunicorn and pulling her balloon strings over to where I was standing. They're on honeymoon together, remember? Unicorn and Prunicorn had an even better honeymoon once they got together in the middle of the lawn. <gasps> they floated over an Atlantic Ocean made of fish pond, some Sahara desert made of sand pit, and even a great wall of China made out of flower pots. <gasps> oh, the grown-ups even came out to watch. What a clever idea, said Nana Prue, poking Prunicorn in the side with one of her long blue fingernails and then stepping back to watch her float through the air. I'm so pleased you love my present. Have you shown Nana and Grandad your new bike? shouted Gabby's dad from the back doorstep. Can you do it? Gabby shouted. We're flying to New York. Oh, take me with you to Barbados, please, said Grandad Hugh, forgetting that he wasn't actually a unicorn or a balloonicorn. After we'd floated Hunicorn and Prunicorn past three New York skyscrapers made out of wheelie bins, we decided to let them float wherever they wanted to for a little while. Oh, apart from near the rose beds. That's the trouble with rose bushes. Too many prickles. Smile, said Gabby's mum, filming some of Unicorn and Prunicorn's balloon adventures on her phone. Oh, Gabby and me couldn't stop smiling. We smiled from one end of the garden to the other and then back into the house, twice round the lounge, back up the stairs to her bedroom, three times round the front garden and twice round the garage. We even took... Unicorn and Prunicorn onto the pavement outside Gabby's house and past all of her neighbours' houses too. Oh, I hope if I get married I go on a honeymoon that's as brilliant fun as this, said Gabby. Me too, I said, as long as I fly to Disney World as well. Oh, definitely, said Gabby. We can go for a fly with Dumbo. That looks like fun, Gabby, said the lady who lives next door. Room for one more, said a man who lived on the other side of the road. He was joking. Our balloons would never have lifted him off the ground. 
especially him and his lawnmower. Everyone in Gabby's whole road loved our balloonicorns. Even children who Gabby hadn't met before came over to see what we were doing. <sighs> By the time we went back indoors, Unicorn and Prunicorn were probably the most famous unicorns in the world. They were definitely the most famous unicorns in Gabby's street. I think they're running out of gas, frowned Gabby, tugging her balloon strings upwards and then watching Prunicorn sink nearer and nearer to the hallway carpet. Gabby was definitely right. The helium in our party balloons was definitely going down and down. I'll get some scissors and cut the strings, said Gabby, carrying Unicorn and Prunicorn back to the kitchen as the doorbell rang and did its amazing three tunes and her mum answered the front door. Daisy, your mum's here, she called. It can't be seven o'clock already, I gasped. But it was. My mum had actually come to collect me already. Time really does fly when you're flying balloonicorns. As soon as I saw my mum, I ran to tell her that Gabby and me had been playing with our first ever unicorns ever. Plus, Gabby's nana had blue hair. But I didn't get the chance. <gasps> Where's my silver necklace? gasped my mum the moment she saw me standing in the hallway. If I was smiling before, I wasn't smiling now. Gabby and me have been playing balloonicorns for so long, I'd forgotten all about my silver necklace. Only kidding, chuckled Mum. <laughs> I'm glad to see you haven't lost it. Honestly, when will parents ever learn that there are some things you just don't make jokes about? Like actual, solid, silver, guest of honour, actual necklaces. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was a good chapter wasn't it um so i think they're finally coming round to the idea of unicorns are good most definitely oh my goodness me well um tomorrow we will see what book or what story we shall read then um, but until then, well, I suppose we better go. <laughs> but make sure that you take care and make sure you stay safe. And make sure you Google the end of the world cinema so you can see the pictures of what it looks like and how spooky it looks. Um, so you all have an amazing day, okay? Take care, stay safe, see you tomorrow. Bye for now.